Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. It's time to talk about the great Eastern Conference final between the Rangers and Lightning, of course. It's 2-2 now after Tampa Bay blew them out in game four at Amelie in the Gulf Coast, 4-1. to And then you remember uh, the 3-2 stunning Palat late goal with 42 seconds left uh, to win game three to make it a 2-1 series. So now that it's even, everything has changed as they head back to New York. Jacob Truba said, we're one of three teams left here. You expect their best. You want their best. And we want to show that we can beat the best. We feel we're an up-and-coming team. We've arrived. We want to play these games. Now they go to the world's most famous on tonight's game five, where they have been absolutely unbelievable. The Rangers are on an eight-game winning streak at home. Their only loss was to the Penguins in triple overtime in game one of the opening round. They've been so unbelievable at home compared to on the road. At MSG, they average 4.2 goals a game and give up 2.2 goals per game. On the road, the Rangers average 2.4 goals per game and give up 3.6 goals per game. Remember, uh, they struggled in every road game in Pittsburgh and in Carolina until they won game seven in Raleigh, that was the difference for them. Coming up big when it mattered most, and they did. Here they are again, knotted at twos, game five tonight, and it's going to be unbelievable. Gallant said, I- I'm hoping it's a homer series. That's what it looks like so far. We're pretty good in our building. They're pretty good in their building. He said, they better be calm. They better go out and play harder. It's a two out of three now. We have the home ice, but we've got to play better. I got to tell you, I didn't think the Rangers showed up on Tuesday night at Amelie. I just thought they went through the motions. I thought they played like crap. They didn't hit. They didn't skate. They didn't do anything. They literally threw game four out the door Uh, I mean, they were down three, whatever. All I know is, how in God's name do you not show up for an Eastern Conference Finals game four, whether it's at home or on the road? I mean, it is the Conference Finals, for Christ's sakes. You've got to show up and play 60 every single night and be prepared to play another period of overtime or two or three or four or whatever it takes. The Rangers looked like they were playing in a game in November on the road. They just 
absolutely sucked. I thought that was a piss poor performance. I don't think they did anything right. I mean, I know they got a power play goal. So what? They already lead the NHL in the postseason in power play goals. They just weren't good at all in any area on Tuesday night. You know, Cooper talked about the fact that uh, Vasilevsky wasn't the same after he had a nine-day break between sweeping the Panthers and then playing the Rangers. In the first two games in New York, Vasilevsky got lit up. He posted an 82 save percentage and a 480 goals against average and a minus 386 goals saved above expected at five on five. He was terrible. It was like you didn't even recognize him in goal because he's the best goalie in the world and he didn't look anything like it. Meanwhile, Igor Shosturkin, he's going to win the Vesna as the top goalie this year in the league. He was 96% save percentage at 5-on-5 in those two opening Ranger wins to build a 2-0 series lead. But when they went to Tampa, everything changed. Vasilevsky didn't allow an even-strength goal and posted a 95 save percentage overall in those two wins. Igor, meanwhile, was 93 save percentage at 5-on-5 and a 92 save percentage overall on the streets in Tampa. Cooper said that Vasilevsky got his mojo back. Now that he's getting some games under his belt, he looks great. The Rangers didn't think that they challenged him enough in games three and four. I already told you, they laid down in game four. They didn't do jack. Chris Kreider said it wasn't second and third chance opportunities in the first two home games. It was moving from east to west, across the middle of the ice, getting the puck off your stick in less than half a second. I don't care who's in that. Every goal in the world struggles with a puck that goes east-west, has to battle through traffic, and then uh, when it gets released on net, they can't get set for it. That's what gives us our best chance. He said, to a man, I think we can say that we all received a pass Tuesday night, got it, picked our head up, tried to pick a spot as opposed to getting it off quick. Even if he makes a save, the rebound is going to be hard to control off a pass like that. In the first couple of games, that's how we found success. Bottom line, I think that Vasilevsky was better than Igor in Tampa, but I thought both of the goalies, and the numbers prove it, played well overall. So how about when Cooper moved Sorelli off the top line and put him on a line with Hagel and Kalorn? He said the goal was to stop Zabinijad, Kreider, and Vetrano, who factored into four even-strength goals in the Rangers' two wins at the Garden in games one and two. In game three, that Sorelli line was plus 19 in shot attempts. In game four, Tuesday, shot attempts were an even 15-15. But in both games, they kept the Rangers' top scorers off the board when it was five-on-five hockey. Zabinijad said, it's a good line. They have their role to do. I thought we created a little bit more offense in game four. Like we said earlier in the playoffs, we just have to worry about ourselves and not too much about who we're playing. Yeah, I didn't see any offense in game four at all from the Rangers. Who are you kidding? Alice Kalorn said, as a line, we keep it pretty simple. We do our best to get pucks behind their defensemen, as cliche as it sounds. In those situations, all three of us are all pretty good at protecting the puck down low. As a line, if we're making them play defense for a good third of the game, that's successful for us in what we're trying to do. 
Of course, Tampa had the last change when they're at home. The Rangers will have the last change tonight. They're going to try to find a way to get their top line away from that trio of players that messed them up in Tampa. That Rangers power play is the reason that they're in this deep in the playoff season. At this point in the Eastern Conference Finals, they're there because of that PP. The power play is sick, and they continue to roll. The bread man, Artemi Panarin, had a power play goal in Game 4. It was their 17th of the postseason on 53 tries. Their 32% conversion rate is the best in the playoffs through 18 games. The Rangers have scored a power play goal in eight of their last nine postseason games. That's crazy. Fox is at the blue line firing shots, making cross-ice passes. And Fox joins Makar of the Avs as the best young, you know, at the blue line type quarterbacks in the league. They make it all click for their team. Cooper said he's shifty and deceptive. You have to defend him differently than other guys. He doesn't have the hardest shot in the world, but he knows how to get it through, and that can be even more dangerous. He knows where to put him. He knows what stick to shoot for, not necessarily trying to score, but knowing that he's going to put the puck in a position for someone to score. He keeps pucks in the zone. He anticipates where a defenseman's out is and where their clear is, and he always seems like he's in the right spot. He's a prototypical quarterback at the blue line. The Lightning know they can't stop Fox, so what they tried to do was stop Panarin and Zabinijad, and it worked. Cooper said, we got to try to keep the puck out of Panarin's hands a little bit and uh, get Zabinijad less chances. They don't want to see the passes keep going to Zabinijad because he'll fire 100-mile-an-hour slappers from the circle every time on that left side. You know, injuries are starting to become a factor in this series. The Rangers never had any injuries in the first two rounds. The Penguins did. The Hurricanes did. The Rangers didn't. But Gallant knows uh, that he's got problems now. They wanted Ryan Strom to be in the game. Uh, He got a lower body injury in Game 3 that he would play in Game 4 on Tuesday and he did not play. Gallant's now saying he's day-to-day. They're going to need him tonight. And Philip Heedle, he's an important guy on that kid line for the Rangers. He left game four in the second period with an upper body injury, and that hurt the Rangers. Gallant said Heedle is going to be fine, uh, but we'll have to wait and see. And then center Barclay Goudreau, who blocked a big shot in game three with his foot, was able to play in game four, but really wasn't himself. The guy that everybody keeps waiting for for the Lightning is Braden Point to come back. He left game seven of the first round against the Leafs when he blew that knee out is what it looked like to me. He definitely injured his knee, and he has been skating a lot with the team, and they hope he returns in this series. Cooper basically made it sound like if we go seven games, you'll see him in in the seventh game, kind of. That's what I was feeling. And if they win this series against the Rangers, they hope that he would be able to play in the Stanley Cup Finals. 
In game four, Pat Maroon got the lightning going just two minutes, 38 seconds into the first period. Funny, he was doing an interview with Messier and Chelios before the game and laughing and joking and saying, we got to keep it loose. We got to just have fun and play our game. And I got to bang with the bigs and take on whoever, even if it's Reeves. Then the guy goes out and has a, a goal to start the scoring for the lightning. This guy's playing for his fourth straight Stanley Cup. Remember, he won one with the Blues and then won two back-to-back with the Lightning. Kucherov's been a badass for them. He scored on a breakaway at 13.07 of the second period. Boom, it was 2-0. And then Stamkos picked up a rebound to put the game away at 4.56 of the third. That was on the side of the doorstep. Three-zip Lightning. And Pallad assisted on both of those goals. I mean, let's get it on tonight. Game five, you know the Rangers play fantastic in New York. Let's see if they can win and go up 3-2 and force the Lightning to have to win game six. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see, so... No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details.